Are you in need of some advice? Do you need some insight on a particular matter? Or maybe you'd just like to hear the opinions of your favourite three people. Well, this is the episode for you. Welcome to the Q&A. A question about the arts and the craft. If you didn't know, then it's good that you asked. You tune into the culture. Just a rule of thirds if you want to. You could tune at work, yeah. They tell me, does that frame fit good? Does it feel right? You want to steal a photo for your website? But you want a logo we can design, right? Yeah. This week, you guys gave us questions and we provided some answers. Welcome to our very first Q&A episode. Is it better to learn how to do something if you don't have the budget for it? So, for example, if I wanted to make a document, because I'm a musician, right? If I wanted to make a documentary around what I'm doing, or like document it visually, and I don't have the money to pay someone to video it, is it better to save up and put the money aside for something or actually take my time out and learn that new skill? Damn. <laughs> yeah. What are you man thinking? What a way to start. <laughs> Whoa. That's a really good question. Who was that? Uh, that was uh, Jay Strings, uh, producer. Amazing on, producer, man. actually. Yeah. Shout you out, bro. Yeah. That's a serious yeah. question. I, I, f- I feel like, just to even kick it off, I feel like it needs context, bro, because I feel like in some situations it'll be yes, yeah. and others will be no. Yeah. If you, if you get what I mean. Go on, break it down. So by yes, that you should learn it yourself is that right? Say it's just a behind the scenes kind of thing, you know, mm-hmm. like you're just in the studio. I just want to make sure I catch because if it's behind the scenes and you're in the studio like maybe five times a week, yeah. To to hire somebody to film those things for those five times, you don't have the budget. Mm-hmm. And does that mean that oh, because I don't have the budget, I won't do it? I think that doesn't make sense. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. so, if that's the case, then yeah. But if it's like a no, a proper music video that, you know, you want to really do well. Yeah. You have to invest to get me yeah. that. I don't... Yeah. Like, it doesn't make sense. It's like saying... Yeah. I don't know, like, them stupid examples, but it's like saying, oh, oh this is going to be a dumb example, but let's say um, I want to learn how to... Uh, yeah, I'm going to learn how to fix my car. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You go and fix your car... And now your car explodes because you... <laughs> it got worse. It got worse. <laughs> <laughs> you know I mean? Yeah, well, you could have employed right. somebody that knows how to fix it. A proper mechanic. Yeah. Do you get me? Yeah. And I feel like some things require the specialists. Mm, so I think yeah. you have to kind of decide, okay, what, what's the priority of this thing that I want to do? If it's like a low maintenance thing, learn it yourself. If yeah. it's high maintenance and you actually require it for it to do well, you're going to have to invest. That's the only way. Mm, mm. Yeah. What about you, Mike? What are you thinking? Um, yeah, basically the same as Burns. Like, it all comes down to what the project entails, and like, I guess the quality of the project or the style. Like, if it's more of like a run and gun documentary, then maybe you can afford to do it yourself and learn the skills. But if you want something yeah. that's quite a lot more polished, um, looks really good, maybe you want like multiple angles. I don't know. Then maybe be looking to like invest. Um, mm. and just like save your money and then pay for a team of people or 
one or two people that can help out with it. I think mm-hmm. also, I guess one thing that we do forget is that, you know, we have our friends around and I think sometimes it gets into like the yeah. funny space of, okay, mm-hmm. collaborating with these friends or actually like mm-hmm. paying your friends for their services. Mm-hmm. If you can't, I guess it depends on the conversations that you can have with these people um, in your friendship groups or just people that you may know and see if they like align with the vision, if they're, if they like it, if they're feeling it and something yeah. they're willing to work on it for free, then that could be a possible route to explore. Um, Cause sometimes mm-hmm. you may not have the money or even if you can like chip in something small, at least it's something. Um, yeah. Or even something as small as food. I think from learning from like people that make like short films and stuff and they're like collaborating, like a makeup artist will have this credit or like a gaffer or a light person mm-hmm. or director and all, yeah. all these people, cinematographer, like one main thing they'll be like, okay, as long as there's food on set, even if we're not mm-hmm. being paid, like at least we're being like covered in that department. There's, so, there's like, something there. You, you know, there's something mm-hmm. um, just to mm-hmm. show like appreciation and stuff. So even if it is doing it, with friends where it's a collaboration and every like let's say you have somebody who wants to get more into film so that could be a project for them to maybe work on or um yeah. someone who's like a makeup artist if you need a makeup artist or someone who wants to learn more about producing and then they that, that could be an um the project to help them through that then that could be mm-hmm. something to explore doing it yourself i mean if you're not the main subject of the doc then well, to be fair, if you are the subject of the doc, you can always get a tripod and film. But yep. yeah, again, it all comes down to the size of the project and like the style of it, the quality and what you want to achieve. And if you think you can do that alone, mm. then go for it. If not, get a group of people, I'd say. Yeah. Mm, what about yeah. you, Jude? What about you, Jude? I mean, yeah, I think I, I definitely agree with what both of you are saying. And also I was just going to add that um, when it comes to like the collaboration part, I think a lot of people forget that they, their skills is payment sometimes. So like Michael was saying, like you don't only have to pay someone with money. Like it could be mm. food. Yes. It could even be you saying, look, I'm a producer or I'm a mix, um, an engineer. I, I'm going to mix and master your track, like your next track or your friend's track. Or mm. look, mm. I can teach you how to do this. Or, you know, I can give you two lessons on this. Yeah. Or, oh, do you want me to do some prints for you? I don't mind helping you out if you give me this. And like, you know what I'm saying? It's just that bartering system. It doesn't only have to be monetary. Sometimes it can just be like a skill exchange almost. So I feel like a lot of people might forget that. Like, because a lot of creative people, like like the question was asking, like you're in a space where you're already using one creative skill, but you want or you need almost like collecting, um, you know, the um, infinity stones. And not everybody has them. So if you don't, it's, there's no problem with you saying, look here, yeah. you've got that, I've got this, you need this, I need that. And then we can kind of have that exchange. Mm. Um, and then in that situation, kind of everybody wins. Um, but again, it's, there, there is no shame in asking. If you don't ask, you don't get, you have to ask like, yo, can you help me with this? If the person says, look, I can't do it for free, then, then it's totally fine. If you don't have the money to uh, afford the service, just be honest about it. Don't go mm. promising something that you you can't end up delivering, you know. But yeah, yeah, yeah. I, yeah, yeah. I, I definitely yeah. think that collaboration is probably the most helpful helpful way if you can't afford it. Yeah. But if you want to do it yourself, yeah. fine. But just don't, because um, at the end of the day, you're going to be investing anyway. If you're going to do it yourself, you're still mm-hmm. going to have to buy equipment. 
Um, so just yeah. think about if it's worth you learning that process, which might take you a yeah. longer or a steeper, you know, learning curve in comparison to someone who might know it and might just get it done ASAP, you know. Mm. I think um, I can lead that question on that, like, um, I think what, what what would you say are like tips and, and like pieces of advice that people can use to like learn new skills? Like what helps you guys pick up these new skills? And like when I say that, not on like a go to university, but like what are the quick, not even quick, but what are the, the easy accessible sort of softwares mm. or systems or programs that you guys have used to learn? Um, oh. I mean, I, I would say first of all, there is YouTube University, so um, everybody has to enroll. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I think that will probably help a lot of people, if you don't know, like. Most likely, if you want to know something and you don't know it, you get quick Google search, you find someone mm-hmm. who's given you a very, very mm-hmm. detailed breakdown on how to do something. So that's there's that. And I think f- just following off that, you probably end up, f- like, you figure out what exactly you need to get something done. So if it takes you yeah. getting, like, Adobe Suite or getting, like, a trial version of, I don't know, like, Logic Pro or... You know, even every like most people with a Mac have GarageBand on there. Like, mm-hmm. just getting those mm-hmm. starts, like entry points, and then testing it out. So, like, I I am I'm like a massive advocate advocate for like using what you have before you start spending money. And if you if you have GarageBand, I I wouldn't like I'd say you, like if you can't afford it, don't go crazy. If you can, that's fine. But mm-hmm. use what you have first and understand yeah. how it works, the basics and then the principles, because the principles don't change. From you using yeah. Paint on Microsoft to using Photoshop, the principles right. still remain still the, same. the same. You still have to use the same mouse and blah, yeah. blah. Yeah. But it just gets a bit more technical as you go higher. So if you understand mm. the principle or the foundation, then you can apply that whatever like stage you get to. Um, mm. And that way it makes it easier for you. Because a lot of people are very quick to jump into like, I'm going to buy... Uh, a black magic po- uh, pocket cinema f- uh, camera 6k uh, but they don't understand what iso is you mm. know what i'm saying and it's like mm. it's it's, hey. it's, very, it's, it, <laughs> it's just <laughs> awkward because it's like you get you get the big equipment the very expensive equipment and your work still doesn't look great and you're wondering why <laughs> but it always comes down to understanding the principles and the like the foundation if you don't understand that no matter how high your budget is it's like i know a lot of big budget things that still look awful Mm, you know yeah. and it's just about understanding mm. what you're using your tools you know what I'm saying yeah that's a really good piece of advice like mm. even that whole thing about paint and Photoshop I remember when I first started designing mm-hmm. um, I literally had to look for like um, a free software because there was no mm-hmm. way I was paying for Adobe um, like straight away that's crazy mm-hmm. and like even when I tried to do the free trial in the early days I couldn't do it it was just too hard mm-hmm. and I had to use some like free vector software called Inkscape um, yeah. and literally I built started doing all my stuff from that and mm. I got comfortable with like using um, the pen tool or um, shape builders and um, masking and you know mm-hmm. all the all the basics of um, Illustrator mm-hmm. and that's what got me started so when I got into Illustrator and I'd been using Inkscape for a while yeah it was easy to pick up it just felt like I, it was like an advanced setting do you know what I mean I think the same thing with um Garage Band and, and um, Logic Pro, I believe. Yeah, yeah. Now like, Garage Band yeah. is like the the sort of yeah, it's like a basic sort of like primary school version, whereas Logic is like the secondary school university kind of 
I mean massive drop, but like you get the you get the the, the drift of it. Mm. Um, but yeah, man, start small, man. Don't don't have like don't feel like you have to jump on the biggest things. Like what you just saying, like you can get the most expensive tools, you can get the biggest investments, but if you don't know how to use it, it's not an investment. It's a waste of money. Yep. Mm. So oh, yeah, Facts. Uh, make sure you yeah. you're really using your stuff properly, man. Hundred percent. And just to link back to what you said earlier about um, understanding like how to use things before you like you buy them or get them. Um, it's funny you mentioned like the whole oh imagine you get this <laughs> black, what was it black black magic black camera, magic right? black magic yeah. Yeah. yeah you get that camera and you you don't know what ISO is like ah oh, mm. really got me thinking <laughs> about. I remember there was like a couple of years ago at like a YouTube event in London um, mm. where quite a few of us like went to um, back in like I think 2017 or 18. And I remember like we were all talking and stuff and people were like, oh yeah, like, you know, I've got this camera, I don't know how to use it. I just shoot in automatic. And I remember thinking, you guys take <laughs> this, right? You're taking the piss. <laughs> and I'm like, no, no, I, don't, I just, I don't know what happens. And oh, I just hope for the best. Mm. In my head I was thinking, <laughs> excuse me, Excuse me, oh my God. what kind of nonsense is this? But now, thank God, a lot of them do know how these things work, but it is so mm. important to use what you can and start small. Even iPhones now, I know a lot of people say, let's yep. say for like vlogging or YouTube or whatever. Bro, the quality of The quality it. that you can get on an iPhone, mm-hmm. probably yeah. better, like, take it this way. If you know how to use your iPhone well, especially when you have apps that you can use to like edit or even- um, Bro, you don't cheap. need the apps. Even yeah. on the camera, when Even once you the picture on the photo edit. app, yep. Yep. you can edit yep. saturation, highlight, yep. shadows. If you know what, everything's to, if there. You know what to do, then you can make something that looks pretty good. Yeah. And then if you want to mm-hmm. add maybe like ten pounds extra, you can get maybe certain apps or lenses and stuff, and you can work with that. You can mm-hmm. build up slowly before then, mm-hmm. you know, spending like hundreds of pounds on a camera, yep. for example. Exactly. So like you can exactly. really do a lot with the things that are in your hands already and i know sometimes people think well oh i want to be like absolutely perfect and Mm, i want uh, things to look incredible starting off but most times you know we just have to start and it's almost like you have to let go of that idea of perfection because it doesn't Mm. really exist because okay you can get to where what you visualize like oh my god i want it to look like this but then when you're there you might want a couple changes and for it to then you know, stretch. But if you start mm-hmm. now, you know what you're doing and it actually opens the doors to like, let's say your creativity or just like mm-hmm. what you could actually do with the things um, that you have or more ideas and that kind of thing. Um, yeah. I was gonna say yeah. one more thing as well. Oh, and just see if you can like utilize like the resources around you as well. So I remember at uni, quite a few people used to get um, like Adobe for free through a friend. Maybe mm-hmm. if they like studied like a fashion course or uh, art course, and they just like use their email and stuff. So you could do that or Adobe Creative Cloud. I know it's expensive, but if you can get a student account through a friend, you could do that. There's all, I feel like there's always like ways that you can go about it. If you just utilize mm-hmm. the friendships and networks that you have around um, and stuff as well, cause I'm sure somebody might have something that you can borrow or use. Um, even if it's to like, oh, can I just borrow your laptop to edit or something like that? It, if you have that kind of relationship with them, you know. By the way, by the way, these, these <laughs> are the like, I'm not, these are the views of Rule of Third Podcast. These are the views of Michael. <laughs> that, that, that's fine. I use my own Adobe account. Um, hey, look, Michael, I'm on your side. I can't lie. I use lie. mine as I'm well, but I'm just going to keep it real. No, I, I hear what you're saying, I'm but Adobe, for this thing, this is, just, this is not a views. It's not a views. 
I'm definitely still paying sixteen five twenty four. <laughs> I'm not looking to pay for you're a student. You're a student of the game, innit? Exactly. Yeah, 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 I'm a student of I'm life. A child of, I'm a child of, I'm a child of God. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And I actually like split the Adobe account with a friend. So mm-hmm. it works out like eight yeah, pounds yeah. a month. So yeah. again, there's really ways to work around it because you can get Local, like yeah. maximum two. Save accounts. your money. So yeah, there's always there are ways, and then you know I'm not gonna say certain ways that you can do things. <clears throat> Talk to me in private, are, you know. What I'm saying? <laughs> what I'm gonna say is, uh, yeah, crack. So um, yeah, <laughs> it's a hell of a drug. I, I was saying that um, it was so true. Like um, I tend to be the most creative when I got like limited resources. Mm, like, yep. do you get me? Like, I, there's times where I've had to literally learn from scratch. Like, okay, this needs to happen. And like the guy, what the guy said in the in the question, like. He needs to do this thing, and he hasn't. He hasn't got the budget. Uh-huh. Maybe this may actually be a chance for you to discover how um, good you may be at this skill. Yeah, yeah. You get me. And if if you don't, if you're not as good as on the skill, then it shows you that you need to fill that gap with somebody else. Yeah. And I think that's why sometimes it's important to see the potential in like your friends. You know, because I think oftentimes, um, like I've clocked that my friends are really good at certain things, and that because of that, I put them on as much things as I can. Because it's like almost giving them like experience work experience you know work experience, yeah like if if friends didn't believe in me in the, in the past if they didn't give me opportunity to design stuff for them i may yeah. not be where i am today you know and all these little opportunities even though they seem little actually is work experience you know yeah so, yeah. yeah i was gonna say um like I, I i remember i used to watch these videos um i don't know if you guys have seen it digital rev they used to have loads of like these um photographer challenges and they'll have like like proper professional photographers come in and shoot with like a, a point and shoot camera or a toy camera um, yes yeah and yeah. i used to like totally like love those videos just because i again they always kind of like not justified but like it always made me feel like you know what it's not what you have is how you how you use it it's almost like that analogy of like mm-hmm. give two chefs a piece of steak um one is just starting out he doesn't even know how to sharpen a knife and the other one is like michelin star chef you know and you're probably going to love the Michelin star chef's steak just because he has the experience, he knows what works, blah, blah, blah. You give it to someone who doesn't know how to mm. use it, they're just going to ruin the good piece of meat, you know. So it always comes down to understanding yeah. your tools and that's the most important thing. And if you don't understand it, you're always good. The mm. end result, most likely, understand your tools. you know what I'm saying, isn't yeah. going to be great. So if you yeah. understand what you have and what you're using, like Burns and Mike were saying, if you have an iPhone, yeah, understand, like... There are photographers who shoot only on iPhones. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. There are photographers uh, who shoot on iPhones. Like, Prince. Yeah, JC. Yeah, yeah. And he shoots yeah. only on, mm-hmm. like, on the iPhone. Incredible. So it's like and understanding like what you have and how to use it. Like the DJs mm. out there who just DJ on their phone. So is it this yeah. iPhone? This iPhone D- when I was in Ghana. Yeah, iPhone I feel DJ. It was an iPhone DJ. iPhone yeah, DJ. Yeah. 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 Yep. I was like, so, rock. So that's the thing. It's just about understanding your tool. It doesn't. It doesn't you don't have to have a, like a MacBook Pro with an M1 chip. You don't have to have no, these, like True. big, big. You just have to use what you have. Not the and basics. If you understand it, like the moment that someone, like if you can do amazing things with an iPhone with, I don't know, a hundred uh, D, Canon or like whatever. The moment someone gives you like you know a C three hundred or like a, a cinema camera on Alexa, then you now your ideas are already solidified because you understand how to use the, the principle of it, and all from there just elevation, elevation, elevation from there, you know. So I feel like right. it's, de- it's definitely very important for people to like understand the tools that they have, and not only the tools but the people around them, like Burns was saying as well. If you understand who you have around you, 
then you know who to ask for advice on something. You're not just going to ask yeah. mm-hmm. John across the way about how can I do this to the best ability? Like, ask people yeah. around you, like, how can I get this done? How can I get that done? What do I need yeah. to get this done? You know? Oh, hey, guys. Um, my question is, um, how do you go about finding your lane, your voice, your little spot in such a sort, sort of massive industry um that seems to be like very very saturated like i'd like to believe that everyone has and can find their lane but how do you go about doing that okay i think there might be a few ways to kind of come about it and i think one of the main ones is um understanding that your perspective is unique Mm. um you are your own like person so yeah, yeah naturally speaking there is no way that someone can do exactly what you're doing or come or solve a problem the same way you would because i think as designers that's probably the easiest way we are problem solvers so mm. it's about just like solving a problem and no one can do it in the same way um but i think the tricky part and something that me personally i've been struggled with is like figuring out if i want to be an individual in society or uh, a person who is part good at working, you know what I'm saying, part of the mm. the collective human experience, like yeah, to yeah. be more specific, okay. and yeah, yeah. contributes to that human experience. So in that particular instance, you wouldn't want to be so far removed into your own lane. You would rather try to figure out how you can merge your lane with other people's lanes. So I think it's, it's a tricky... Um, yeah, it's 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 weird space to be in because I think when I started designing, my intention was to serve, to make sure that people had what they needed to then f- further their lives and further their experiences and further yeah. their businesses, wherever, wherever. Mm-hmm. And then I got mm-hmm. into the space of okay, cool, I can do these these things to further my own life in a more personal, more selfish, more um, you know, yeah, just yeah, just more um, personal way. And I think when it comes to that, then that becomes, okay, I'm trying to find my own lane in a space of saturation. Um, And it will go back to the first point, which is like, again, you are an individual, you have your own way of solving things. But I think we're all kind of like trying to get the attentions of the same people. Mm. And unfortunately... You are these people. Exactly. In these spaces, they tend to be people mm. who, one, have money, have cultural mm. capital. I think these are probably like the two like main things, which is like money and cultural capital. So it's either we're trying to go for the people who are very, very bait because they're just cool, yeah. the cool yeah. factor, or we're trying to go for people who can actually, again, sponsor our way of life or what we want to do Mm. so maybe you have you have an idea you want to pitch it like that's the only like that's the only two reasons i can think of to why someone would want to be in their own lane or to stand out is so you can do what you want to do and those Mm. things will come down to who validates you in society unfortunately so it might be that okay cool the cool people like you so you're you have that on your side but you might not have the money and i think like in our own heads we can probably think about a few people who are quite cool 
but they don't have the money and maybe that's why they've not blown. They're people who are very talented. I think we spoke about on the other mm. question. A lot of talented people who might never mm. blow because they, they don't have the right connections or they don't have the money to kind of continue or even fund their lifestyle. Some people want to be musicians. They can't even buy a microphone, but they might be the best musician ever. You know what I'm saying? Um, so this idea of staying mm. or finding your yeah. own lane, I think it's it, the, the question I'd ask is to what end? Like, what are you trying to achieve from that idea mm. of trying to be in your own lane? Are you trying to be in your yeah, own lane yeah, so yeah, you can... You know what I'm saying? Like, are you trying to help the world? Are you trying to mm. facilitate a space for other people? Are you trying to make money? Um, and then that would probably give you a better insight as to how you could be in your own lane and why you'd want to be in your own lane. Because some people don't want to. Some people just want to work a nine-to-five, come home, um, wife and a dog, a kid... Like, they just want a calm life. Not everybody wants to be this, like, you know, extravagant. I'm, I'm like, you know, like, not everybody yeah. wants to be Kanye West. Yeah, I want to, yeah, to blow. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, some yeah, people yeah. just want yeah. to be the guy yeah. who works for Kanye West, goes in the office, does the paperwork, mm. and goes home. So I think it's just understanding what exactly I'm you even want, sure that. you know, from that. Which is perfectly fine yeah. as well. Yeah. I I'm even, I'm even sure that Kanye, Kanye, for example, didn't think, oh, I'm going to blow. You know what I'm gonna say? For some weird reason, I feel like he's because people. I'm not gonna, not gonna lie, because it's Kanye West. I feel like that. <laughs> like, like, yeah, I wouldn't oh, put anything okay. past him. I can't but there's, there's, there's certain people that you wouldn't. I mean, no, no one knows. No one really knows that they're gonna blow. Like this, this as like a that just to generalize it. Yeah. No, did Beyonce know that she was going to blow? Obviously, yeah. Her dad was a was it was it a manager and that. Yeah, but I you know what I'm gonna say? Like, Beyonce knew she was gonna. <laughs> I but feel to like that extent, knew. though. To yeah. that extent, maybe not the extent, but I feel like people know, like, okay, cool, like I'm gonna, do, I'm trying to blow. I know I'm gonna do a madness. But then yeah. I guess that goes that goes down to um, what you said. What is your end goal? What is mm. your exactly? Maybe for Beyonce, yeah, and that yeah. was yeah, I want to be the world's greatest singer. So mm-hmm. that's why mm-hmm. it's not a surprise to her. Yep. Or for Kanye, Kanye, for example, knew for, it's all about fashion. Not even the music side, he knew that he wanted to get into fashion, and now he runs a, a billion dollar Yeezy company. Mm. Yep. Yeah, so it's like. Yeah, I guess, yeah, that was the goal. Um, I think mm-hmm. even with this whole thing, I wanted to sort of unpack the whole saturated part. And I think mm. when I think about saturation, what I've come to realise is that, no, the market is not saturated. It's our perspective and current exposure that's saturated. Yeah. So I'm telling okay. the reason why I say that is because I promise you, um, Jude and Mac have like mentioned certain people and I'm like, I never knew about them. Mm. Yeah, mm. yeah. And mm. so Likewise. every single person that I find out of well, every single person that I discover, mm-hmm. my exposure becomes bigger. Mm. Yeah. And then you start to realise that, wait, there are people like, I always laugh about this, but there's people that are like, they got like 400, 300 followers on Instagram, 200, maybe 100. Mm-hmm. And they are the, the most connected and plugged Bam. person in the world. Making yep. movement. They're one of the richest people. In the world. You wouldn't even know. Yeah. Do you know what I'm trying to say? And it's like, trust me, you, you, you may think, I may think I know everybody in the industry. I promise you, I don't. Mm. Yeah. Every single day I'm going to learn it. And ultimately, that's that's the thing. Like, we, we can't focus on it being saturated because there is space for everybody. You can, yeah, like, is. you can find your spot. That's that's not even, that's going to happen naturally. You don't need to force your way to find a spot or a name. Your name will ring bells if it needs to. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I'm trying to say? But it's like, ultimately, um, just learn. What are you good at? What do you want to do? I was watching... Um, <laughs> One anime um thing um 
this week uh, that Judas got me into um, Demon Slayer Demon Slayer um, which is so interesting it's impact it's not, it's not my kind of um, vibe but it's actually a really oh. good anime <laughs> because of the demons so. yeah. <laughs> nah man it's um, not on that but what'd you call it there was one episode and basically there was this guy that learnt this one skill mm. and the title of that episode was um, Master One Skill or something like that mm. I was like right yeah, that one school saved his life, basically, in the, in that context of that episode. And it's like, really and truly, yeah, find your voice. No, not find your voice. Your voice is already there, man. Just um, cultivate it. I think that's the most important mm. thing. A lot of people have, like, gardens that are very overgrown. And mm. until they start mowing and start to beautify it and do different things, Plucking out the it weeds. won't flourish. Yep. Yeah. Do you know what I'm trying to say? And, and I think that's... It's a call to like really just what is it that I'm good at? Don't worry about what other people are doing. I think for me, what what helps me a lot was that I just did what I found was nice or what I enjoyed, and people have not ident- identified that star with me. It's not mm. something that I I forced. It just came. Mm. Do you get me? In the same way, like when you draw something, it's funny because you know, like when you do handwriting or like back in the days in school when you draw. You can only draw in a, in a certain way. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Some people draw cartoons in a very weird way. Yeah. I was drawing in a very like nice way. Do you mm. know I mean? Everyone's got their own style, but it comes out naturally. Mm. But your what your job is to cultivate that, and that's how you'll find your spot in that industry. Don't worry about the exposure thing, because trust me, your current perspective is very limited. The industry is much bigger than you can ever know it. Facts. And I'm yeah. just talking about the UK. Facts. Oh, yeah. Now think about the rest of the world. Facts. Yeah. Drop this space. Facts. This space. Yes. Yeah, it's I, just sad I, though because if you think about it, like all the what you call it, the the people who validate, especially in like the art, the arts, it's like the people who validate aren't many, you know, like the people who validate mm. other people's. Ex- well, it's, it's sad, but like the the your your job is always validated by someone else. So it's like, for example, if you design something and then suddenly Virgil comes and says, "Yes, this is the next thing," suddenly you're validated in the eyes of a bigger audience, you know. And, like, if we're going to be realistic, like, there's 7 billion people on Earth, innit? If 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 we're going to just take that and then use that as, like, the market, like, a lot of people in their own neighbourhoods, no one knows them, you know? Yep. And it's like, it's like, have you have you even checked your neighbourhood to say, like, okay, cool, who needs my services? So how can I make an impact in my, like, as I think somewhere in the Bible it says about, like, you know, uh, conquering your Jerusalem. It's almost like thinking about your immediate space first. And figuring out who yeah. might need you and then you start to expand some people want to overreach but they have they don't have the extension or facilities for that you know it's mm-hmm. like you're trying to reach yeah. an audience in like the them in america but you don't have any type of connection or like means to get there you have to figure out mm-hmm. how can i find someone in the uk who might be connected to the usa or how do i send an email to the right people and do this and do that like like the question was saying it, I, I personally feel like the saturation again like burns was saying it comes from the perspective of how we see it like again if you're into mm-hmm. design there are some people that you just know there's some people or spaces that you just know and there's some people who are cool and there's people who no one knows about and they might be even cooler yeah. but no one's going to ever know because they're not in that space so I just feel like we need to understand that it isn't saturated per se, but we need to understand how to um, maneuver through and figure out where we want to fit in. Because yeah. there's always space, yeah. like, you know, you can always push it. Thank you for supporting us by listening. Be sure to share your thoughts with us using the hashtag 
Root of Thirst pod. Enjoy the rest of the conversation. I think like we see it in like day-to-day in culture when there's something new that's been released or I'm going to use like the analogy of like makeup, for example. And mm. I think there was like a time that a lot of YouTube YouTubers were just like releasing like palettes and just makeup and like eyeshadow. Yep. How many I how many eyeshadow will one person buy? But you all of them. But you know, <laughs> but people do buy them and constantly yeah. buy them. And especially if it's from a specific influencer that they really adore and admire, they're gonna, definitely going to support and buy their thing. So I think. In situations like that, you can see that there is constantly a demand. And um, I'm reminded of, um, this was like back in a couple of years ago, like when I used to like work nine to five and the company I worked with, we used to do like these conferences. So we had one where there was a woman, I think she was from Google and she was speaking about the importance of just like trends and your audience and that kind of thing. And she wrote a book. I can't remember what the book was about. Maybe it was about like productivity or something. And she Mm. is a Chinese American woman and the book's about productivity. And she's like um, a senior level person within, I think it is Google, I hope so. But um, she mentioned like with Google, you can check like trends, for example. So just checking the like, okay, trends, um, let's see what's popular in this country, what's popular in this area. So she was using it to check like, okay, when it comes to productivity in books, which countries are quite high on that, you know, on on the graph of, you know, interest, let's say. Mm, And through that, she was able to kind of like market her book to that specific audience. And when you think of other companies and brands, it's like, that's the reason an ad campaign will come out because they're like, okay, where, what's the strategy? The strategy comes from a problem. We've realized that 16 to to 30 year olds don't, don't buy our products. Why Mm. is that? Mm. And then they'll now do something to cater towards that. And Mm -hmm. things like that just remind me that okay there's actually scope for more especially when you have these massive corporations as big as they are they're still like trying to do reach or they're still trying to promote themselves it's for a reason because they they know there's more so if if we compare it to our situation our you know level let's say obviously if you look around like your environment or and like for this person i know they went to like study um the arts at uni like mm. you could be surrounded by so many people are thinking, oh, bloody hell, like there's all of these artists and mm-hmm. how am I gonna find my, I don't know, my tribe or my audience and stuff. But like you guys have said, it's just the importance of consistently showing up and doing your thing. And yeah. not saying that you should like create for the sake of like people, um, not get into that rat race, but just the importance of just doing you and mm-hmm. sharing your work, sharing your point of view, even if it's going to different spaces that aren't considered like the norm or, you know, everyone can go to a particular place because it's the well-known place to go to, but why not try yeah. something completely different? Why not connect with people that you don't necessarily, may not know or go into a new type of event? I remember, um, I'm using a lot of like stories, but there was, um, I think it was Lydia Dinger. So um, my friends have a podcast called To My Sisters, um, shout mm. out to Courtney and Renee. Oh, and they sure. um, had an episode with Lydia Dinger when they were talking about like travel. So like she's mm. a travel influencer and she got a tip from another influencer called Esther and um, Esther Live, I think. And she mentioned how Esther would go to like tourism um, conferences mm-hmm. and like travel mm. conferences and connect with those people. 
and she'd connect with those people and that's how she'd get like maybe certain gigs but she was mm. like i don't know what influencers going to like a travel tourism conference right? in order to connect with people and those are the right people that you mm -hmm. need to connect with in order to Thanks. kind of get those deals and build those relationships so sometimes you might have to go to specific places in order to just familiarize people with who you are like i remember obi and i there was a time where we went to like the dots office a lot just to kind of like show face to be like oh yeah we're designers we're interested in what mm. you guys are doing what man will just pull up there they had like events so they <laughs> oh, had um the way man yeah my bad not just rolling up to the place but like yeah. let's say they pull were up with doing bags like, and books and like <laughs> <laughs> let's say they were doing like testing um so they did yeah. like testing for their website so obi and i went a couple times because we were like okay in the back of our heads we were like oh it'd be cool to like foster relationships with these guys but also mm. it we 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 use this platform and it'll be yes. pretty interesting to do so like in the back of our heads obviously we we're like okay cool we could maybe see this is a good chance to network and we network with other creatives as well as with like um Pip and some of the other people in the team as well. So sometimes it could be doing that just to like get yourself out there. But then, you know, sometimes when they say like um, preparation meets opportunity, uh, opportunity yeah. like, okay, you can have your moment, but then if you don't have that work to show, then it's like, okay, that could be a moment wasted. But yeah. if you've been doing yeah. the work behind the scenes and mm. there's a right moment for you, then bam, you've got, you know, the opportunity comes around, bam, you've got your your moment, you've got your thing. And yeah. sometimes I kind of feel this way as well. Do all of our audiences need to be like astronomical? Like does everybody need to have like a million customers? I mean, mm. obviously growth is important, but sometimes an audience can be small, but they can be mighty. Like it, we spoke yes. about this in the previous episode about you can have a thousand loyal, you know, customers and then who are willing to pay like a grand for a piece of work but then yeah. you can have maybe a million people who would only want to chip in like 10p mm. and stuff so like what's better to have so yeah. you know it obviously the 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 former so again i think like you guys have said the importance of building your voice showing up and just like networking and utilizing building relation those relationships and stuff as well because if we really think about it when it comes to the whole thing about audience and all that kind of stuff it really kind of does come down at times to like the relationships that you have with these people and mm. you know connecting with these people linking with them like connecting on like a deeper level like there's certain artists that we can definitely be like oh we love them because of what they represent to us and stuff yeah. and what they translate so hopefully there are people that have shared values with you out there it's just mm. just trying to you know, so I'd say like just scatter your seeds wide and I'm sure like something will definitely like pop up. Yeah, yeah. And like, even to add on to that as well, um, that I was, when you got, when you were speaking, it reminded me of the overthinking episode about like how like sometimes you haven't released anything because we're overthinking mm. if it'll be good or not. And like mm. literally, yes, yesterday they shared a conversation with somebody and I was looking for somebody um, like to work with. Um, and I thought of a person that I think would, be, would I thought would be great for the role, but on their page wasn't that much. Mm. So and that frustrated me because it was like, I know you're good at it, yeah, but you don't have anything to show forth. Yep. And I think one thing as well to if you want to you know build your brand and your name and whatever, um, and your voice, you need to see what you stand for. <laughs> I mean it's basic, but people don't do it. 
you know mm-hmm. so don't feel scared to like um just release it man don't the perfection thing is not is a, is a myth it can never happen um but all that one thing i say the way i work is i work to the best of my ability when i know it's done it's done i don't work to perfection that's not possible mm. just release stuff don't feel scared you know like there is a space for you 100 percent, there's a space for you there's a space for you facts 100 yeah, yeah. We even said this in the NFT episode. Like everybody yeah. has bought a bit of real estate on the internet. You have your Instagram, yeah. you have your Twitter. Like mm. that alone is your voice. Like yeah. for you to say it's saturated, but you still have an account on Twitter and, and it's like, true. You already have your space. You know, yeah. you're just yeah, if, if anything, you're just not utilizing it to the best of your ability, like the boys have said. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Especially like you guys said, there's really seven billion people in the world. Over seven billion people. And Over. we have the internet. So like our cost our customers, audiences, whatever, it's worldwide now. Mm-hmm. Even with this podcast, worldwide. for example, like we have, we have, fam, we have listeners abroad. So yep. Sh- shout shout to you lot, man. No, thank shout you. To, you to my Romanian dons, shout out to you lot. Come on, shout <laughs> to my Kenyan dons. Come on, shout to the Canadians. Disclaimer: This person is asked to remain anonymous. You see how uh, right now you're finding that a lot of people are making clothing brands from scratch and their main or initial customers are their immediate friends and family who get their money through a nine to five. Is it selfish or something that's not right for them to effectively get funding from nine to five workers without them wanting to do a nine to five job if that makes sense <laughs> so guys yo. <laughs> I, I, feel, I feel the shade shade shade, shade, shade. <laughs> i feel it Oh my God. Um, the person will remain anonymous because um, <laughs> oh my God. You know, we want to we want to protect our, our listeners oh. get me what's by this, the way must say great creative alone you <laughs> oh my so yeah I'll, I'll read I'll read out some more <laughs> The person also wrote, like, wrote some messages for context. Okay. Additional messages. Um, but yeah, it says, um, but Real Talks is mad that you're indirectly sending me to work so your clothing line gets purchased. <laughs> and then you it. indirect or bombard them to buy every release because oh. you need to fund your lifestyle. Oh. <laughs> Raises the question, if you should get a part-time job to supplement you. <laughs> this is too funny. <laughs> and for con- for context, like how, how how do I put this, just in case man don't understand. Um. So basically, your this business that you run, this clothing line that you run, is only reaching your friends and family, right? But it's like you're basically using them to fund your lifestyle. Um, if that makes sense, like and. I'm assuming the quality of this clover land is very poor. Oh, and you've got no, burns. you've got no future. You've got no ambition. Oh, <laughs> no, 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 no. 
Nah, that's got to be real now. It's got to be real. If you oh. if you can relate, if you can relate, then this is something we should digest, isn't it? But um, <laughs> this one is a hard but, one to swallow. <laughs> yeah, it's hard for to... <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, the so they're basically fits. saying, person's basically saying like, should you basically get like a part time job if you want to find your lifestyle sort of like sending like selling these like, and like yeah, you know when people are like they start businesses and they're like. Oh, but my fr- like if you're not my friend, if you don't support me, yeah, do you know what I mean like kind of like burn the bridge because they didn't support your brand and you're always indirectly tell- telling telling them to buy your stuff. Of course, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, what are your thoughts on that? So yeah, I'll repeat the question one more time. Um, the written version of it. So, so yeah, does making your own clothing line make sense, or are you exploiting your nine to five friends? Mm. Oh my god. Well, um, <laughs> yeah. you see, in this wonderful life that we live, <laughs> you know, we all need each other, right? Mm. So even though, yes, <laughs> but it's not just nine to five people or freelancers are making bank as well. Just disclaimer, just to True. put that out there, you know? True. Or because people say freelance doesn't mean they're working for free. Just yep, yep, pop yep. that there for you. But um, I do get the sentiment and like the thought um, and stuff. It's like, okay, are you, um, yeah, am I basically milking those around me in order to just like stay yeah. afloat or to do what I do? Um, yeah. Oh, I feel like at the end of the day, yes, it's nice to have the support of those around you and your friends. And when you do start a new venture, of course, in the back of your mind, you're thinking it will be nice if my friends did support. But, yep. you know, realistically, your friends or those around you, your family, most times aren't really going to be your um, like main audience for the product or the service that you're, you know, yeah, yeah, su- yeah supplying yeah. or whatever. So exactly. you can't, you can't it, assume it as well. Yeah, exactly. Mm. So it's really important for that person um to kind of focus on building that audience elsewhere and finding their tribe and finding their customers yeah um outside mm-hmm. of their friends and family because it's kind of not fair to the friends and family as well to kind of put that pressure on them especially if they're not interested in it as well if anything that's even bad on you as a business person because it doesn't yeah. make sense that like you're going imagine like i'm going to a trying to think of like a herbivore um it's like I'm going to, I don't know, a bird and I'm giving it like a steak or like advertising. Oh, here, take a steak. Like this is really juicy and tasty, yeah, yeah, yeah. but it's like a, a a small like blue tip bird. Like it's not going to be able yeah. to eat a steak or maybe it might try one time, but it may it's, it doesn't make sense for it to kind of, you know, eat that thing. Yeah. So yeah. you have to find those people that will kind of get that. And, oh, sorry, I'm still processing, mad. <laughs> yeah, I can't lie, that was but very was, brutal. It was very loaded. Oh, boy. <laughs> yeah, guys, as I'm thinking, please, one of you guys, because wow. Ah, yeah, yeah. Um, where? Um, yeah. Jude? <laughs> Look here. Okay. I thought I had to tackle this question. This is my thing here, because I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm conflicted. There, there is two parts to it. I feel like there is a level of entitlement that yeah. most people who are in the creative space feel like they have to put 
like across yeah, yeah. which is just stupid in my opinion like, speak on it like it's it's not it's not your your god-given right to ask someone to buy your product speak on by it. force especially when you're your friends because it's like yeah um mm. like michael was saying yeah, yeah, they yeah, aren't yeah. your target audience most likely most likely they're not your target audience and if mm. they are there are better ways to market yourself because i'm pretty sure that this person's example or more so question is very specific but also it's, it probably comes down to how the person is marketing themselves so in, like especially when it comes to like guerrilla marketing where you're like very aggressive you're very upfront you're like you're bye 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 it could come across as like you clearly need this to survive and if we don't do it then you might not be able to and then it becomes almost like guilt selling mm. where you're selling things out of guilt yeah. so it's like if you don't buy it oh this is all i have da, 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 da. And you don't I want think to support my day, business. You don't want to support. You know what I'm saying? Friends. Exactly. You know. Yeah. And I feel like at the end of the day, a good idea is a good idea. Mm. Like I support my friends when they put things out if I like it. Mm. If I don't like it, yeah, yeah. Sometimes, sometimes, force, just can't some, sometimes it, I'll be man. like, nah, it's not for me. But mm. the thing is this: yeah. like, even if I'm not, if it, if I'm not the target audience, and that's why I guess it's kind of like I'm a bit conflicted because there's some sometimes I'm not the target audience but it's so good I can't deny it Definitely. I have to share it I have to support yeah. blah 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 so I guess it goes that, go back to the first point that I think Mike was making like it might just not no sorry, it might have been burnt actually it, it might just not it, it might not be good the product might not be good Ooh. you know mm-hmm. and like to the person's question I think it's I, I wouldn't say that it's directly to the nine to fivers I wouldn't say like oh yeah it's the nine to fivers role to kind of um put their hard-earned cash into someone else's pocket and they just decide to make a clothing brand but i'll tell you this in every single form of like or space like music um fashion uh design there are always going to be people who are there solely for the money and not for the arts mm-hmm. and some people who are going to be in there for the arts and the money and some people are only going to be in there just for the arts mm-hmm. And we just kind of have to have a more discerning way of like differentiating from these kind of people. Some people who are in the fashion space to make a brand because they just want to make clothes and sell it. They'll go get a supplier, print some stuff and bam, they're gone. That's fine. You know, and if you personally feel like maybe that, like you feel that that hurt or that personal about it, just remove yourself, <laughs> remove yourself from that situation because um, those yeah. people are going to exist regardless mm, of yeah. like oh, come on 100%. like designers we go after people who need design everybody needs design mm. if anything we are pro- we're probably one of the quote unquote worst people in terms of ex- exploiting quote unquote our friends because all of like I'm not going to ask my friend to not pay me because I'm doing my job mm. but if they pay me I'll take the money do you know what I'm saying? Because at the end of the day, yes, they're my friends. Yes, you know, um, I, mm. I sometimes there's been times where I've had to like rely on jobs from my friends to survive. Yeah. You know, but like that doesn't make me like at the end of the day, it's still my job. Mm. So if the person that they're saying is like genuinely interested in fashion, and this is what they actually like, it's been a passion of theirs from like young. I don't see why this should ever be a problem. Maybe, quote, this is just me. Maybe you might just be a bad friend in thinking that they are trying to exploit you. However, if it's not a personal thing and it's just a general thing, then fair enough. Like, there are a lot of brands that are coming out. There are a lot, there's a lot of music that's coming out. There's a lot of design that's coming out. There's a lot of photographers that are coming out of nowhere. There are a lot of, like, there's a lot of everything. The world is a saturated place right mm. now. It's the internet. 
you can't escape it. You go on, on online and search designers, there'll be a thousand and one that come. You search for clothing brand, a thousand and one. Like, that's inevitable. So I don't think that should be um, a shock. Yeah. You know? And, and mm. I think Burns mentioned this. You can be a, a, a fashion designer and have mm. a full-time job. Yeah. You yeah. can be a fashion designer and have a part-time job. So the assumption that people are relying solely on to find the, the lifestyle, the, to find the lifestyle it's, I feel like it's, it might come off a bit naive. Mm. Um, but I know that that's not necessarily the intention. I mean, I could, people I, definitely do that. But I think yeah, like, yeah. like what you're saying, Jude, like we ultimately have the, the power as consumers yeah. to, to decide what we're going to invest our money in, what we're going to put our money in. Yeah, If you yeah. feel like this brand has no longevity, it's just a sort of money-making machine. Don't put your money into it. Yeah. I mean, I only buy buy into brands that I really believe what they're doing and actually want to invest into what they're doing. I want to further their vision. Mm -hmm. And if you feel like their vision is not planted in something solid, don't invest in it. Mm -hmm. Just don't. And I think also another another thing, like, say for example, because not everybody has a massive social media following, for example. I mean, mm, into, if, if you talk about today's context, people sell that. I mean, I'm, pr- I'm probably sure 80%, 90% of people sell via social media. Mm. Um, yeah. Whether that's WhatsApp, whether that's Instagram, whether that's Facebook, whether that's Twitter, it doesn't really matter. Social media. Mm. And say, for example, they've got like a really low following and stuff. Who else is going to buy into their brand? You know, yeah. and maybe they need their friends and families to actually get them out there because... No, what's what's that thing called? Um, is it degree of something? Where it's like degrees of separation. Is that, yeah, is that yeah, yeah? That's the word. Where it's like, where like I don't know, maybe like six degrees of separation from like P Diddy, for example. Yeah. I don't know something silly like that. But like, we literally have, we like people are only able to get out of that of where they are now. Mm. They're only yeah. able to make that capital by their friends helping them out. Yeah. Once they branch out, then that's where they start to build their audience. That's where they start to build who they were targeting that in the first place. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm, and I'm sure there's probably, there's probably a brand out there right now that I love so much, but I've never heard of it before. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. If, and I would have only heard about it because their friend bought it. Yeah. Yeah. Do you get me? So I hear it, but again, yeah, don't feel like, I've got many friends that got different brands and I don't buy everyone's brand. Mm-hmm. Not because I don't like them. It's not a personal thing. You have to remember that businesses and brands are entities. They're not you. Mm. Yep. They are own entities. Yep. So rule of thirds is an entity. If you don't listen to the rule of thirds, uh, that's not my beef. Because rule of thirds is not Burns. Rule of thirds is not Mac. Rule of thirds is not Jude. Mm -hmm. Rule of thirds is us three as a podcast. Mm. It's a whole entity. Mm. And I think we need to, to, I guess, I think it comes with a sense of like um, maturity and friendships and maturity in like relationships where it's like, Look, this thing is not um this this thing is separate. It's not you. Yeah. Do you mm-hmm. know what I mean? And you should never feel offended if someone doesn't want to invest in your brand or someone hasn't bought something. That mm-hmm. that shouldn't offend mm-hmm. you. What you should be concerned about is your business objectives. Mm-hmm. And every single business, the objective is to make money. And you can't make money by spending money. You have to make money by having capital. You have to invest. You have to do, do you know what I mean? You have to you have to flip it all the time. Mm-hmm. So like mm-hmm. yeah. Um sometimes I think from the other perspective, sometimes people need their friends are trying to support them so Definitely. that they can get the capital to expand. Definitely. Yeah, yeah. Even yeah. To, but like, um, 
if 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 you sell wigs, I'm not gonna buy a wig for myself. <laughs> yeah, you know. Yeah, I, but agree. the thing is, I've, just, I've got friends. I got wig businesses. I'm going yeah, to promote them because share it to someone. I love what yeah, they do. You can you share it to share someone. Exactly. Yeah, or, so you can or you share it yeah. as a gift for like somebody else. What, buy wigs for or a gift? Um, gift like. Some some I hear that some stuff. people yeah that could be that kind of gift. Um, but yeah, just there's something. It may not Bundles. be for you. Could be for somebody else. Um, but yeah, even even to quickly add on to what both of you said about like the flip side, yeah, you definitely, you know, there is a space for your friends supporting or even as that, mm. if you're that person's friend, you could give them constructive, you know, criticism. Oh, this, these are my yeah. thoughts on how you're doing things. I feel like maybe you could do it better here. What's the aim that, mm, or, mm. Or, of this? So you can get more information about the brand and then you'd be like, okay, cool. Maybe this could be something of help because it can be easy to think, oh, we're basically funding you which is true but again like we all rely on each other for everything like if you look at yeah even these massive businesses today like if you look at like a netflix for example even though yes netflix mm. is providing us a service and it's amazing and oh my gosh we love it especially with like we're all at home they need us as well mm. with like yep. so it's, it's it's similar to for example that person that could be working a nine to five if your customers aren't coming to that business or whatever redundancy <laughs> fam your job can be gone and yeah for some people as well if you want to talk about that five thing ah technology some people their jobs mm-hmm. will just be uh disappear taken take by robots mm-hmm. so just yeah i think that's just an important thing because not mm-hmm. that i think the person was i alluding to that but it kind of yeah like judy say it kind of did sound a bit of a way like yeah I was just like, ah. Oh. <laughs> uh. yeah. No, but the question does make sense though. I think Definitely ultimately sense, yeah. these these are thoughts that we may have. These are things that we may sort of, um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's, especially it's definitely if a feeling that you before. can't, you know, mm. if you've seen it happen to you before, mm. it's hard to believe anyone else. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm trying to say? If someone has done, if it's clearly seen that someone's now increased their lifestyle and they keep on bombarding you like, that's that's why for me like when it comes to my stuff I don't bombard people mm. I just post it and dip but then ag- if you want to buy it you buy it then again marketing if though, you don't you don't but the money yeah like, but sometimes like marketing like if we're being real especially in the creative space sometimes you really do have to go ham to promote yourself obviously you it's annoying to. for yeah, some yeah. people like constantly sharing me um sharing me your YouTube or your pod or all of these things but at the same mm-hmm. time like if we're being real that's the game that you have to play at times to get yourself out there. Some you can't just yeah, afford. How else, how else would you be hurt? Yeah, you can't just afford yeah. sometimes just sit like bread. Like, oh yeah, yeah, my time will come, or you know, somebody will find it. But you're not hey, doing anything. The, that, ret- that rhetoric will so really, you know, you, yep. sometimes that might have to be the way that you do it. Maybe communicate with that person. Ah, oh, you know what? I'm not feeling. Again, I think communication and clarity in these things and maturity. Just be like, okay, I'm not feeling it or whatever. I'm not really interested, and just yeah. let them know. Um, and stuff as well but yeah I think in we with creative in the creative space like marketing is such an important thing um, yeah I mm-hmm. think so that's why I'm just like yeah I, I, I can understand maybe from that person's point of view maybe why they're doing it a lot and they're coming to those specific people mm. but of course they need to build their own individual target audience and cater to them as well yeah and I mean marketing is not even some people are naturally just good at it you mm. know yeah, like true. I think as creators, wait the way I mean the way my mind thinks, I'm my mind's marketing based. If that makes sense, mm. so when I design certain things, especially if it's like 
obviously like for it's funny because I've got a clothing line myself um, check it out um, we are kids so um, ah, <laughs> but it's, it's like even with that naturally when I make stuff I make it from a sense of what would sort of appeal to people and what colours would work what fonts would work what language would work do you get mm-hmm. me and these are things that you think of I, and the thing is when I, when you, whenever you start so seeing from my experience when you start something you're not thinking about it. I never think about my friends I think about who my who my targeting is to for do you get me because mm-hmm. what you're providing is a product or a service that provides that solves a problem yeah. and that problem is something I've gone through and I know others can relate to not my friends because my friends are very different and I've got mm-hmm. friends that are lawyers I've got friends that are accountants I've got friends that do different mm-hmm. things and it's like you can't assume do you know what I mean I think people need to understand um, business etiquette fam I mean yeah. we're going to have a podcast episode about that I'm sure but Mm-hmm. People, I mean, forcing you to buy stuff. How yeah. dare you? <laughs> I mean, you could always block. You them. know, funny thing, yeah, Burns. I'm actually, I actually don't even mind. Like, if someone says, "Look, yo, buy this, buy this," I actually don't even mind it. But I think you don't yeah, mind it. I find I, it very annoying. Like it the reason why I don't mind it is because if it, if it, like, as 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 people, I think sometimes we're very like we have very unconscious biases. Like, for example, if someone I adored or loved said, "Buy this," I'd buy it right someone you not you're indifferent to you might say buy this and you might just get irritated by them okay asking, i hear right? what you're saying yeah. so i feel like sometimes when people say buy this buy this we are only irritated if we don't like the person or we're very indifferent to the person you know what i'm saying oh we have no interest in the product oh we have no in- interest in the product yeah but like for yeah. example you know how we give the example of um if your friend had a hair company Obviously, mm-hmm. your friend is not going to come to you and say, Burns, buy some bundles for yourself. They might say, buy it for, you know, a, um, a woman in your life or, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Do you, do you see what I'm saying? But if you yeah. don't like the person, the person comes to you and says, buy it, you're going to get irritated. Mm-hmm. Like, there's been so many people mm-hmm. I've seen on the timeline, I'm like, ugh, why do you, like, no, no, no. But then I check myself and I realize it's because I, I don't like them or because mm-hmm. I want to do something similar, mm-hmm. but because they've done it, I'm like burning a bit. Yeah. Ooh, do you get what I'm saying? Like, so it's like, mm-hmm. even, even to this person who's asked the question, I, I guess they should probably just ask. This sounds silly, but ask ask yourself like, why are you like irritated? Not necessarily irritated yeah. um, to the point of like yeah, anger, yeah. but like, why does it rob you the wrong way? The thought of you supporting a friend with your hard earned cash is it because maybe you want to start something yourself? That maybe this person's been brave enough to say, I don't want to work full time. I want to do this, and I wanted to. I want to make it work. If if my friends support it, great. You know, because obviously I doubt the person has come and said, um, "Blah blah, support me." If you don't support me, I'm gonna I'm gonna go hungry. They probably haven't said support that. Support me, I'm but dying. like, it, you know, what I'm saying I'm dying. But it's like, Somewhere. if 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 they personally feel like, oh, th- this person, I'm buying the clothes, and I feel like I'm sponsoring their lifestyle, then they should probably just check themselves. And say, hold on a minute, why do I feel like this? Like, is it because mm. I want to start something? Because a lot of a lot of times these kind of things always root from there mm. it's like i like there's been so many times i've seen things that i want to do and i'm just kind of like damn it like this like i could have done it better like why are they not marketing <laughs> this way why are they not do you know what i'm saying yeah. and it all comes down to maybe just the fear of starting something yourself this is just me over over reading into the situation but it could just be that you just you know don't understand why everyone's starting a uh, clothing brand it's not for everybody mm, to be fair it's not but even even on the land of clothing i think something that i've definitely seen over the years is like Every single year, there's a new clothing brand, and it's and sometimes you can tell when people are just trying to make money. There's no ethos, there's no there's no philosophy yep. behind their brand. It's just 
let's make money in the mm. ends and it's like do you know what I mean mm. yeah and I, it's like that is, that is, that, is it that wrong though do you a, think a year it's not wrong it's not wrong because like people have one thing I would say is that people have the freedom to do whatever they yes. want mm. I'll go back to what I said at the start it's your choice to decide whether you want to invest into that Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. we have the power to decide what yeah. we want to invest in so exactly. if someone wants to stand, um, start a brand that just it's got rubbish graphics they just want to make money and they are thriving mm-hmm. that's because people have decided to put their power to them yeah you can't your business will not be would not even be your business wouldn't even survive three months six months if no one likes what you're doing yeah people clearly like it people clearly want to invest into it mm-hmm. so they have the freedom to do so Mm. it's unfortunate but that's how the game is sometimes <laughs> like when it's people randomly just blow up and go viral yeah do you know what I mean people go and they go but there's certain people that I know that are amazing singers amazing rappers and I want them to blow mm. yeah. but unfortunately they may not yep some people that are rubbish Harsh will, truth, will just yeah. remember there was a time when there was um in East London Upton Park there was this um fish uh, fisherman come on ladies come on ladies one pound of fish Yee. Apparently he got the problem. Very, very good. My man, my man blue blood. Very, very nice. He blue. Up our fish. <laughs> very, very good. But my guy, my guy blue. Do you get? And he's yeah. like, I can't, I don't know why these things happen, but it just happens. And all I can say is that just control what you can. There's a lot of things you can't control. And I think yeah. where you invest your money in is one of those places that you can control. So yeah, the power, the power's with you. Thanks guys for tuning in to today's episode of Rule of Thirds. Feel free to share your thoughts with us using the hashtag RuleOfFirstPod. And for more from us, follow us on Instagram at RuleOfFirstPod.